At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is VSIN tonight with veteran handicappers Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, tipping off week number two here on VSIN tonight from the Circus Sportsbook, downtown Las Vegas. Wes Reynolds, Matt Humans, it's VSIN tonight, and uh, we got some games coming down to the wire in conference tournaments. We got one about to tip off in the West Coast Conference Tournament here in Las Vegas. So we will update and preview all the action here tonight. Tim Brando of Fox Sports is going to be our guest. Coming up in about a half hour, he's going to be calling the Big East Tournament games. So we'll uh, talk a little bit uh, a little bit more hoops with uh, Timmy B here in about a half hour. All right, Wes, uh, right now, before we get to what's coming down to the wire, let's get to what's about to tip off here in Las Vegas. West Coast Conference Tournament semi, and we have um, – this is a situation where the top two seeds get a triple buy in the bracket. St. Mary's opened a seven-point favorite over BYU. A couple spots, including the South Point, still have seven. DraftKings and Circa, six and a half on the Gales as uh, favorites on a neutral court. Total of 132. Did you take the points with BYU? I did for the first half because uh, St. Mary's, and, and look, we talked about this last week. Gonzaga, who's in the second game against San Francisco, I thought was very smart to schedule that extra game on Wednesday night. They have a senior night against Chicago State. They were a big favorite. They won easily. But it wasn't about like how much they won by. It was just getting a game. Because St. Mary's has not played since not this past Saturday, but last Saturday. BYU's already got a couple games here in the Orleans. So I liked BYU, and I actually bet them in the first half. I believe I, believe I got four here. I'm going to try to open my line screen here and see what it's going to close at. But I, I think it's going to close probably around seven is basically what I've seen on St. Mary's. I've seen a lot more support certainly in, for St. Mary's out there than I have for BYU. And like you said, these uh, St. Mary's, the number one seed in the West Coast Conference Tournament, even though the Gales and uh, Zags each tied with a 14-2 and two conference record. The tiebreaker went to the Gales. Those teams split during the regular season. Eileen, I did not bet this. I was thinking about taking BYU plus seven. Ended up not playing it. You, you always have that sense that it's going to be St. Mary's Gonzaga in the final on Tuesday night. Seems like we see that almost every year. I do think BYU, which uh, really pushed St. Mary's to the limit in that game in Moraga two weeks ago, I think BYU's got a fighting shot here. And I like your angle because – I talk about this a lot in conference tournaments, too. I think it, there's an advantage to betting on the teams that have played one or two days mm-hmm. before. They, they get familiarity with the rims. They get some momentum. 
You know, you got some confidence because you've won a couple games. And uh, the Gales have just been sitting around waiting. Yeah. And a lot of times you can have uh, – you can be a little flat when you're coming out. And um, that's why BYU might be able to get them on the jump here in the first half. Yeah. So you played the first half and not the game. Uh, right? I am, I think, going to try to add the game here. I think they posted that tip just late. Uh trying to take a couple of the rogue sevens that are out there it's basically going to close six and a half it was seven all day so looks like there is some late money on the cougs yeah six and a half right here at circuit and uh DraftKings later tonight in the west coast conference tournament man this is gonna be a late tip around 8 30 p.m pacific i love these late games san francisco <laughs> and gonzaga at the orleans arena zags minus 14 and a half uh you could have grabbed the 15 out there if you thought this number was too high uh, the Dons catching double digits after their dramatic overtime win against uh, Santa Clara on Saturday night. I did not play this game either. Uh, I thought about, again, once again, thought about playing the dog, but I just didn't get there. I might live bet these uh, these two underdogs. Yeah, and uh, look, uh, we we watched actually the end Saturday night of uh, Santa Clara and USF. Uh, USF uh, in double overtime goes ahead and wins. Uh, Khalil Shabazz absolutely went nuts in that game. Now, can he do it two in a row? USF, by the way, against Gonzaga, one competitive game at home uh, uh, at USF. It was 77-75. USF takes it on the chin. Then they lost by 18 up there in Spokane at the kennel, but Khalil Shabazz, uh, 38 points, uh, 11 to 13 from the line, seven to 12 from the three. So I didn't play, I didn't play this one. I didn't know uh, necessarily what to do with it. This might be a live betting scenario. All right. The uh, Sunbelt championship is going to go to Louisiana. The raging Cajun is going to hold on to win this game. They're up 69, 66, 1.4 seconds left. South Alabama just, Rimmed out a uh, three-point attempt to tie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jaguars led for a large portion of this game, let it get away in the final 10 minutes, and their best player, Isaiah Moore, short-armed a free throw that would have tied the game here in the final minute. In and out, and uh, that's a cruel fate for the Jaguars. Yeah. Number eight seed in this conference. You and I both have South Alabama at 10-1 to 1 to win this. Come up a little bit short, but of course we both hedged a little bit off that position. Yeah, there. I had some ULL today, and uh, ULL, the two seed, is going to advance uh, to the NCAA tournament. So both free throws good, seventy-one to sixty-six. Uh, we are final now in that one. Uh, uh, one completed earlier. We did have a number one seed actually go down in the CAA. That was Hofstra, who loses to UNC Wilmington seventy-nine to seventy-three in overtime. So Hofstra goes to the NIT. Second game, by the way, in the CAA, I believe just about to get underway in D.C. That is Towson and the College of Charleston. Charleston, the number two, Towson, the number three. These two had both competitive games, which Charleston swept. I took Towson this morning at six. It's going to close as low as four as we're about to get tipped off in D.C. Yeah, that's a colonial tournament, and uh, Hofstra closed a seven-point favorite at DraftKings and Circa. Went down to N.C. Wilmington, 79-73, where he said – Towson, Charleston tipping off right now with uh, Charleston a four-and-a-half-point favorite. And uh, the Sun Belt is in the books. UL Lafayette wins it. Lafayette a one-and-a-half-point favorite and wins 70-71 to 66. And we've also got the Southern Conference Tournament coming down to the wire, but it's going to go to Furman. And uh, right now, let's see, Furman leads 81-69 to as a – Closed a three-and-a-half point. Yeah, there. yeah, there was a lot of steam. I, I took some Chattanooga this morning. I wish I would have come back on Furman. This got as low as three. This Furman team has been really, really good. The only thing that they have not been able to do is to get into the NCAA tournament. So this is a team with a lot of seniors, even though the big kid, Jake Stevens, came back for the SoCon tournament for Chattanooga. Chattanooga, by the way, the seven seed here in the SoCon. Uh, this being played down in Asheville, North Carolina. Looks like Furman is going to hang on. Still a minute left, so we're going to get a foul fest here uh, in the SoCon championship. But 81-72, to 72, Furman looks like they are going to get the automatic bid out of the SoCon and the number one seed in the Horizon League, by the way, in Indianapolis, very much in danger right now. This one I'm on the right side on, it looks like, with Northern Kentucky. Youngstown, the number one seed. Northern Kentucky senior-laden team almost made the NCAA tournament, lost mm-hmm. in the final last year. I took the three and a half. They're up 68-59 to 59 
55.4 left to go at the Indiana Fairgrounds Coliseum. That's right. And you said last week the number one seed Youngstown State was a bad bet at that price. Yeah, I absolutely yeah. thought so because this is a this is a wide open league. I mentioned I think it was like only three of the last twelve years the number one seed has come out of this mm-hmm. league. And you know, keep in mind, I think people when they look at long term history, they saw Butler always is the one seed winning the Horizon League in the mid two thousands. This is a much different league now. It looks like a Darren Horn in Northern Kentucky, 49 seconds away from advancing to the final, the uh, second game, by the way, Cleveland State and UW-Milwaukee. Yeah, and that game, Cleveland State, a two-and-a-half-point favorite over uh, Milwaukee. Also in the the Summit League, the top seed, Oral Roberts, had a sweat. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oral Roberts, a 13-point favorite, had to come back to beat St. Thomas. The Tommies, 70-65. to Also in the Big Sky, we're in the quarters. Uh, Montana up big on Idaho State. Uh, looks like it's going to cover. We've just now tipped off at the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas between uh, BYU and St. Mary's. Wes, let's, in the final uh, two minutes here, talk about some big NFL news today. Derek Carr signs with the New Orleans Saints. If you are a Saints fan, thumbs up or thumbs down? Uh, thumbs up, I think, based on what you had. I think Derek Carr is still an upgrade over Jameis Winston or and or Andy Dalton and or Taysom Hill. Now, this is a lot of money for a guy that, you know, I would not put Carr necessarily in the elite. I'd put him above average mm-hmm. in terms of the NFL, but but they paid him a lot of money. I think money. the average annual value is around, what, $38 million or yes. something on the contract. Yes. He's got $60 million guaranteed up front on a four-year deal. I think the irony in all this is – if you watch Derek Carr on Halloween, Raiders at Saints on October 30th. Do you remember the game? Uh, I do, actually. The Raiders did not cross midfield until the final two minutes of the game. Derek Carr started the court, started the game. He threw a pick. He was sacked three times. He got benched for Jarrett Stidham. The Raiders did not cross midfield till the last two minutes, and that's the quarterback the Saints just signed mm-hmm. for a mega four-year deal. I'm not right. sure I'd be thrilled about this if I were the Saints. Now, it does – for the time being, I believe make the Saints the favorites in the NFC South yeah. because we don't know yet what the Buccaneers, the Falcons, and the Panthers are going to do here in the offseason. As of today, the Saints are the favorites in the South. Uh, currently, they were 2-1, to one, now plus 130. Uh, that's from BetMGM. But I'm not sure that's a big deal. I, I don't think I would be thrilled about this if I were a Saints fan. Yeah, I mean, it's going to make you the favorite temporarily, but it depends on what Carolina mm-hmm. wants to do. Look, the Saints still have Dennis Allen as the head coach. I think Dennis Allen's a really good defensive coordinator, but he he's lacked something as a head coach and now his second stint as a head coach in the NFL. And they're good defense, but I, I still think they need a lot more. They're the favorite right now in a weak division, but Carolina, Atlanta, Tampa certainly got to do something at quarterback. Right. The Saints also have a salary cap mess, and I felt like they would have been better off with a quarterback on a rookie contract. Mm-hmm. But obviously, uh, they went the veteran route here, and they think it gives them a better chance to win in 2023. We'll see what Tim Brando thinks of that. He's in Louisiana. He follows the Saints closely, but we're going to talk Big East basketball with Timmy B as well. Take a quick break. We come back. We're going to talk golf, UFC, and NASCAR for a few minutes. Stay tuned. This is VSEN tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have ticked it off? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think. Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, welcome back. This segment of VSIN tonight is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouch. It's a simpler way to experience nicotine satisfaction and enjoy lasting change on your terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine. They've helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. I don't know about you, but there have been times in life where I needed to make a change. So I called Wes and asked him for advice. Wes knew he needed to make a change, but he just wasn't ready yet. I'm sure a lot of smokers and dippers out there can relate. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline's a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. So whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zen is there for you with the right strength, the right flavor at the right time. If you're thinking about making a change and want to learn more today, check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com, Z-Y-N.com. And warning, this product contains nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. All right, back here on Z10 tonight. Uh, Zen tonight. Zen tonight. Zen tonight. On Zen. All right. Uh, how about a 300 to 1 shot? Somebody actually bet it. Kurt Kitayama. That's what he went off here at the uh, Circus Sportsbook in the Arnold Palmer Invitational a week ago. Now, Wes, I bet Kurt Kitayama a few times over the past year. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, not last week when he cashed a 300 to 1, and he held off a group of superstars at the top of the leaderboard to win that tournament after he hit his drive out of bounds on number nine and I think took a, was it a triple bogey? Yes, on number nine. Yeah, and it looked like he shot himself out of the tournament. He uh, showed great resiliency to uh, come back and hold off guys like Jordan Spieth and Rory McIlroy down the stretch. And how about former UNLV golfer Kurt Kitayama, 300-1, to cashing in his first PGA Tour victory. Yeah, and you mentioned uh, who he held off. He held off the likes of Rory McIlroy, Scotty Scheffler, uh, Tyrrell Hatton, Victor Hovland, Harris English, Jordan Spieth, and Patrick Cantlay had both both posted seven under. So that was a stacked leaderboard. And and if you were watching the conclusion of that yesterday, you kind of felt like uh, whoever was going to make the putt first, whoever was going to make the first putt deep into the back nine, Looked like it might be Rory from 10 feet on 18. He doesn't get it done. Kurt Kitayama, though, makes the putt on 17. And you knew the first guy, because Paul Azinger kept talking about it on commentary, the first guy that was going to make the putt was going to win the tournament, and it was Kurt Kitayama. Kurt Kitayama, by the way, if you're looking at the strokes gain stats, number two in strokes gain putting this week, uh, gaining uh, 1.41 per round. Mm-hmm. Harris English was number one. He ends up finishing co-runner-up. Though with Rory McIlroy, Kitayama, I know here at Circa was as high as 301. Basically, the market average, he was around 200 to one. But still, to get a long shot in one of these elevated events, Matt, and we haven't gotten one 
really all year. So credit to Kurt Kitayama. And look, you're always upset when you, your futures don't get there. You know, I had McElroy with a chance. I had Victor Hovland with a chance. Neither of them got there. So you're always kind of upset when you lose. But I wasn't that upset about this one because, you know, Kurt Kitayama, I thought, really deserved it and, and, and absolutely earned it. With all those guys pressuring him, he doesn't fold. Placement market uh, bets, unfortunately, get there. So uh, end up, in the words of Jimmy Vicaro, we want a ham sandwich. Yeah, I was not uh, too disappointed. The guys I, I bet on, Cameron Young was near the top of the leaderboard on day two. He blew it. He finishes T10. Yeah, Matt Fitzpatrick was up there, finished with a lot of momentum at the end of the first round. He blew it on the weekend. Mm -hmm. um, Justin Thomas, if you bet him, he fell down on I the did, weekend. A not, lot of guys. I did not bet JT. I did follow you on Victor Hovland. And uh, a lot of the uh, experts, the handicappers who uh, are respected the most, were on Willie Z, Will Zalatorius. Mm -hmm. And he didn't play that well. I know. So a lot of popular players just didn't uh, finish it off. And I'll, I'll tell you the guy who, if it's a, it's not really a bad beat, but if you bet on him, you probably feel the worst is Jordan Spieth. Yeah. So I watched the replay last night. Spieth missed four putts, I, I would say, in the last uh, two hours of the tournament mm -hmm. by about a half inch. Yeah. And they were all makeable putts, putts that Jordan Spieth should make, and he missed all four. Yeah, I was doing my write-up, uh, uh, and I've uh, got a little bit more to do on that tonight and also tomorrow morning. Jordan Spieth, I believe, on the back nine, I think it was on four straight holes. I'm trying to remember the sequence here. Missed four putts inside of six feet yeah. on the back nine. So that you usually, especially if you've got a bet against him, that dude wins, every, <laughs> makes every single putt uh -huh. in that sequence. I'll tell you what, I'm going to keep my eye on Jordan Spieth for the Masters mm -hmm. in a month. Perhaps maybe even though he doesn't have great form, but one of the things you'll notice about the Players' Championship, mm -hmm. and we'll get into that later on and also throughout the rest of the week, nobody really has great form. Because if you look across, it's not you know the same thing where it's like, okay, this guy's in the top 10, top 5 all the time. You get a lot of guys. Everybody's missed a, at least a cut here. Jordan Spieth's missed a few cuts here. But this is a Pete Dye course this week. He's won at, won at RBC Heritage at Harbortown last year. So, you know, Maybe be looking week. a little bit of that. It could be this week. All right, we'll do uh, extensive previews on the uh, Players' Championship on the Tuesday and Wednesday night show, so tune in for that. But uh, we've got to recap a little UFC, too, because uh, Saturday night, uh, the two of us, Big Randy McKay, professional sports better, mm -hmm. Um, Andy Miranda, Bill 80 of v sent A bunch of mm -hmm. us uh, were gathered over there with Derek Stevens and his group at Bar Canada at the D to watch UFC. Uh, it was 285, right? Yes. And uh, John Jones makes his comeback after a thousand plus days off, and he moves up 45 pounds to heavyweight, and he looks fat, and he looks like he, he might be out of shape. But he takes care of Cyril Gaon in two minutes, and uh, a Frenchman. Fast to um, fast to surrender in that fight. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, R R I was, Randy McKay was all over that on. Uh, I Saturday am. Uh, I'm very disappointed in uh, the heavyweight title bout. John Jones went off. I, I grabbed Gone at plus one eighty the night before the fight, and uh, he, he. I think he went off around plus one fifty or so. Uh, John Jones in two minutes put this guy away and didn't even take a shot. Wes didn't even take a shot mm -hmm. except a. Uh, a kick to the groin that stopped the fight for about a minute so John Jones could uh, regroup. I would say one of the worst five title bouts I've ever seen in the UFC. This fight was a huge disappointment. It was a flop. Cyril Gaunt should be embarrassed. I don't care if you want to say, well, that's greatness of John Jones choking him out in two minutes. That was a pathetic performance by Cyril Gaunt yeah. as the underdog. And that fight was such a letdown for everybody who was uh, fired up. We wanted to see John Jones pushed. We yeah. wanted to see him tested. Zero test, huge disappointment. In fact, there was only one dog that cashed on the entire card, and that was in the women's fight. One of the great, greatest women's fighters of all time gets upset. Yeah, and uh, uh, kudos. Uh, I followed our buddy Randy McKay because he was like, I think uh, Grasso looks live after round one. We were mm -hmm. commenting watching that women's flyweight title fight. And then Shevchenko kind of, you know, kept her at bay for a couple rounds. And then round four, 
fatigue happens. You get deep into these fights, and it becomes basically a battle of attrition a lot of times in these title fights, regardless of weight class or regardless of gender. Isn't that what we hoped to see with John Jones? We yeah, we, we did. We wanted to see him get pushed into third round or so, and we, we got none of that. We saw it in the co-main, though, and uh, I cashed a little over a $4 ticket on Grasso Live. There was a bigger price later, but I'm still not going to complain. Uh, credit Randy McKay. Hat tip to him on that one. A face crank submission in round number four. Alexa Grasso, the new women's flyweight champion of the world. Randy McKay sitting behind us out here playing the uh, video poker machine. I think he hit four aces as soon as I walked up. That guy, <laughs> of course he, he walks around lucky. All right, at DraftKings Sportsbook, this tweet, one better place to $4,500 wager on John Jones to win by submission, plus 750 and you think about it in hindsight, Wes, that was a really smart bet because John Jones was going to win that. It was going to be by submission. Mm-hmm. Uh, the payout on that, 38000 plus, uh, smart bet there. Now, I did not watch one minute of the NASCAR race in Vegas on Sunday, uh, but I know the uh, the drivers you were touting didn't get there because the uh, the driver who did get there was a long shot, right? Well, I well I ended up placing a bet actually on him, and you uh, did? I'll get it. I, I know Randy's group was on it, and then I kind of liked it. We were just texting back and forth on Sunday, and I was like, "What about William Byron, who ran really well in practice? I think he's fastest in final practice." Uh, I did place a small one at plus. See, the night before we were talking about the drivers, you were yeah, well, I I, I, I wasn't. I, oh, I didn't. Okay. I admit uh, Ross Chastain, and also. Uh, uh, gosh, who was the other one? Uh, Ross Chastain and... One of the guys in our group was talking up Kurt Busch, but that was not you. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I, I had a couple guys. The, the the two that I originally played, him, it placed him and Bowman, were both top 10 guys, Chastain, but ended up betting a little bit of William Byron uh, on Sunday. So, plus 850. Okay. So, so not, very, not very big, but he ends up uh, fighting his way back. Looked like Kyle Larson was going to win the race for a while. Byron... Uh, Gets by at the last pit stop and uh, goes ahead and wins for Hendrick Motorsports plus eight fifty. All right, that wraps up the NASCAR discussion for quite a while <laughs> on this show. Not going to hear any more of that. Got to take a break. We come back. We'll get, we got Timmy B of uh, Fox Sports. Tim Brando get his thoughts on the Derek Carr signing with the Saints and a preview of the Big East basketball tournament. Timmy B is going to be on the call uh, for that one. That seems like a wide open tournament, Wes. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be interested. Uh, looks like five teams going to get in from the Big East, maybe a six if somebody steals a bid in the garden. There's a lot of teams that can win that tournament, only a couple that can't. We'll talk to Tim Brando next. Stay tuned. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is a place to be. You could win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing the exclusive Bet Rivers Squares this season. Place a qualifying bet and you get a square on the house. If the numbers on your square match the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonus, and credit use. Full terms and conditions available at BetRiversSquares.com. BetRivers.com for the sports book. Back here on VSEN tonight, Wes and Matt, as we uh, follow the West Coast Conference tournament. BYU off to a slow start here, uh, Wes. St. Mary's up 20 to 9 in the uh, early going. Ten minutes in. Yeah, and you would have thought maybe BYU would be the one off to the quicker start, but St. Mary's, uh, you know, is it rest against rust? Uh, looking like rest is winning out in terms of uh, St. Mary's as BYU goes ahead and cuts that to 10, just looking at the early shooting percentages. BYU 2 of 11 from the field, St. Mary's 8 of 15. So that's pretty much your ball game right now, but still 10 minutes left to go in the first half. Long way to go. All right, we're trying to connect with uh, Tim Brando. Having some phone issues, so we will uh, keep trying to get Tim here later in the hour or the top of the hour. Let's talk uh, Pac-12 Conference Tournament, and uh, this one starts in Las Vegas on Wednesday. You've got four first-round games, Colorado, Washington, Cal, Washington State, Stanford, Utah, and Oregon State, Arizona State. We saw the definition of a Cinderella story come out of this tournament two years ago, Wes, with uh, Wayne Tinkle and the Oregon State Beavers. Is there a long shot team that you could see coming out of the Pac-12 this year? 
There actually is one I kind of like, and I think I'm going to bet at around 20 to 1, and oh, that's no. Washington State. Oh, no, that's the that, same one I've got. That is the Cougar. <laughs> I know, uh, man, you know what? You don't know how many people I've talked to today or heard today that's right, it's become that a way like too... Washington State, and that concerns the it's become, hell out it's of me. It's become way too popular. Yeah, and, well, I mean, you look, at, pick you look at their first game, and, of course, the, they're going to beat Cal. Cal is absolutely dreadful. That's like a buy. Yeah, Washington State gets a bye, exactly, and then a really disappointing Oregon team, which is uh, mm-hmm. the Ducks are the number four seed. I, I like the way it sets up for Washington State. I, I do as well. I, I just think that you know, and this is a team that maybe has kind of figured it out. And I'm not always a guy that likes to like back the hot team. This team was ten and fifteen after they got swept at at the SoCal schools to start February, and then they've won six straight. Now, granted. Washington, Oregon State, Oregon at home, then won three straight on the road at Stanford, Cal, and Washington. So those aren't exactly world beaters when you really look at this team. But I think Washington State is probably the team nobody wants to face because, you know, it's ironic we're watching St. Mary's because Cal Smith, of course, part of that Randy Bennett Mm -hmm. coaching tree, they play very similar to St. Mary's. Uh, They did beat Arizona, by the way, in Tucson, and and also USC nearly upset UCLA at home. Should have beaten UCLA actually at home. But six-game winning streak, as I mentioned, uh, 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 last time against Oregon, Won the rebounding battle by nine, shot a better percentage. Uh, it was really the three-point shooting that got them. So they'll perhaps get UCLA and UCLA all of a sudden dealing with the the injury to Jaden Clark. Yes. So Very you know, disappointing. could be could be a could be a vulnerable one seed at least in the Pac-12 tournament. Sometimes you're better off not winning the conference tournament. Yeah. And uh, when you're talking about success in the NCAA tournament going forward, a lot of times the winners of the major mm-hmm. conference tournaments flame out. Yeah, the I NCAA think so. Tournament. I UC- think so. UCLA, the top seed here, and the favorite. Throw those prices up again one more time. The odds to win the uh, Pac-12. Bad news for the Bruins, and I love the Bruins to be a Final Four team. Uh, if you ask me today, pick one team to win the national championship, I'm picking UCLA. But we got some really bad news. Jaden Clark, freshman, probably their best defensive player, would you say? Mm-hmm. Um, really valuable player on both ends of the floor, has a foot injury, wait, awaiting MRI results, but he was on crutches and a walking boot on Saturday night at the end of the game against Arizona. I uh, asked Danielle Arvari today, our VSIN uh, analyst out of L.A., who's got connections to UCLA, what's the story? She said Noth- nothing official, but it sounds like Clark is going to be done. Wes, that's a big setback for yeah. the Bruins, especially on the defensive end of the floor. Let's say you Let's just say you draw a team like Alabama. Clark's a guy you can throw out there and say, hey, guard Brandon Miller, right? Right. And guys like that are hard to find. I, I still think it's a very good UCLA team that can get there, but, man, that's a setback. Well, and, and also what is concerning, I think, for UCLA, or certainly most concerning, not exactly, you know, the, the deepest team. Per se, uh, uh, they had to be on Saturday. I think they they played darn near everybody. But you know, you have Yaquez, Campbell, Singleton. They're going to get heavy minutes. Uh, 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 Nwuba, who is a kind of a spot minute guy at the bench. Ramari Bailey, usually a starter. The kid uh, Adembona, who is the six eleven freshman. So this is not you know your typical hugely deep UCLA rotation. Right. They just don't have. A lot of guys. Now, I think that's one of the reasons Mick Cronin really plays that plays that style is the fact that you know slow it down, no just play good defense. Uh, you know, don't get in track meets. Even though they did kind of win one against Arizona on Saturday, but that score got inflated late. UCLA basically controlled the tempo of that game. You look at the Ken Palm ratings. Uh, Ken Palmroy has UCLA twenty-four in adjusted offense, second in adjusted defense. And Clark is a very important player in that rotation. That's that, and that's that under 50 number I talk about. Yeah. Add the offensive efficiency and the defensive efficiency, and if you get under 50, chances are one of those teams are going to be your national champion. So when we're analyzing this Pac-12 tournament bracket, Washington State gets Cal in the first game. And again, Washington State's got two, they got two guys who can take over a game from a scoring perspective. T.J. Bamba, a guard, Muhammad Guy, a forward. Uh, that's why I like is uh, Washington State's got 
plenty of offensive options. They're a hot team. Like you mentioned, they've won six in a row going into this tournament. And the draw sets up well because you get Cal, you, you put the Bears to sleep, then you face Oregon. And I can't believe how disappointing the Ducks have been this season. I thought Dana Altman would do a better job. And then Washington State gets past that. You got UCLA with uh, dealing with the Jalen Clark injury. And um, at the bottom half of the bracket, you got some uh, pretty good teams in the bottom half. So Washington State's got a chance to survive that top half. But again, this is a team that's becoming very popular because mm-hmm. we're all looking for long shots in these conference yeah. tournaments. I saw Washington State at 22-1. to 1. I said, well, that's one that could get through. And I'm hearing a lot of other people say the same thing. Yeah, if you're looking uh, and, and going back to the top of the bracket, I would expect UCLA, if they had their druthers, they're better than both those teams. They actually swept both of them in the 8-9 game. I would think they'd rather face Washington because I think Colorado was more competitive in their two games than certainly UW was. UCLA, 2-3 zone that Hopkins runs uh, from his time at Syracuse. They can pick that apart, even though this isn't really a lights-out shooting team from the three. But I'm trying to look at a favorite. You know, I would maybe trust Arizona more in this tournament than I certainly would UCLA with the Clark injury. And plus, Arizona, if you've never been out here for the Pac-12 tournament, they kind of take over the strip. There's Arizona people, like, all over the place. So if Arizona gets eliminated and, and, and you want Pac-12 tournament tickets, there'll be plenty of fans dumping them if they get upset in the quarterfinals. But just looking looking at this long term, one thing that's going to be interesting in terms of a matchup, Arizona State, where are they right now in terms wow. of the NCAA tournament? Because there are some people that have them last four in. There are some people, I know Lonardi has them last four out. You feel like ASU, they've got to get that win at least over Oregon State. Now, is that going to be enough to put them in? Just don't lose that game. You lose, you have no chance of going to the NCAA tournament. You're right about that. If the Sun Devils come up short against Oregon State, they're done. They're NIT. I think they've got to beat Oregon State and maybe beat USC. Yeah, if they beat USC, I think they'd be in business. Just lost to USC on the road on Saturday night. Mm -hmm. Um, Like you said, Arizona is going to have the – the fan support going to have so so-called home court edge because uh, they get so much fan support. What here's when I, I started to realize, hey, this Washington State team might be pretty good. On January seventh, they went to Tucson and ran the Wildcats off the floor, seventy-four oh, yeah. to sixty-one. And yeah, they had um, a three-game losing streak not long after that, and they lost five out of six. But still, to beat the Cats in Tucson like that, that was a big-time win. And uh, that's why I think this Washington State team is capable. If you're looking and, for a long shot, that's going to be it. In the and this is a smart team that I think can slow the tempo. They're 330th in tempo. And sometimes that's what you need to do. And I think Kyle Smith understands that because his team is not the most talented team, certainly in the conference. But but they're smart. They've had some guys with injuries. They've had a lot of injuries, too. I think they're a little better team than 16 and 15. So, He's going to be smart. He's going to slow the tempo. They're going to take a lot of threes. They're about 36.5%, top 50 in, in the country in Division One. So I think that's a recipe for a team to kind of make a little bit of run here at the T-Mobile Arena. All right. So I've got UCLA 14-1 to to win the whole thing. Arizona 22-1. to Two teams out of the Pac-12 I like a lot. But the Jalen Clark injury, definitely a setback for the Bruins. And we'll wait official word on him. But it looks like it's doubtful that he's going to be able to return. Definitely not for this tournament, Wes. Maybe for the NCAA tournament, but it looks like you might be done for the season. All right, quick break. We'll come back in a few minutes. Uh, more college hoops. Stay tuned. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. 
So let's do this. Class is in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, there you see it, the Big Dance Betting Guide. Become a VSIM Pro subscriber today and get everything you need to bet the madness for only $19, whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread. Our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. What do VSIM Pro subscribers get, Wes? They get unlimited access to daily best bets, betting splits, the Big Dance Bracket Guide, and a lot more. Future, we're going to have uh, in depth breakdowns of all 68 teams. We're going to pick long shots, make bracket predictions, all sorts of stuff. We've got Brent Musburger, Greg Hoops-Peterson, Wes Reynolds, and a cast of stars ready to uh, get you going on Selection Sunday night. Sign up today to get the betting guides plus full access to VSIN through the end of the tournament. Only $19. VSIN.com slash subscribe. All right, Wes Reynolds, Matt Eumann's back here VSIN tonight. Let's take a look at the Mountain West. And uh, this one tips off on Wednesday as well. In Las Vegas at the Thomas and Mack Center. We got the Pac 12 and the Mountain West a few blocks apart near the strip. And uh, Colorado State, Fresno State get it going in the 8 9 game. The winner faces San Diego State, the top seed. Also on Wednesday, UNLV Air Force in the 7 10 game and New Mexico Wyoming in the 6 11. So UNLV was fortunate to steal a win against uh, Air Force a week and a half ago at the Thomas and Mack, 54-53 on a steal and layup with one second to go. Mm-hmm. I'm not banking on this Rebels team making a uh, Cinderella run in this tournament as a seven seed. They did pull one out of the hat on Saturday at Reno. Got a big win, <coughs> excuse me, as an eight-and-a-half-point dog on the road. I'm not sure where that performance came from because that was a UNLV team that really looked bad for the past month, and that's a very disappointing loss for Nevada. That's also going to lead into something else I'm going to say when I make a prediction for this tournament. But, Wes, if you're looking for a long shot, Colorado State with Isaiah Stevens. How about UNLV on its, uh, its home gym? How about New Mexico with the guard tandem of Jalen House and Jamal Mashburn Jr.? Any of those teams you think can make a run? Well, let me hit a few teams here really quickly. You mentioned uh, the Rebels. Uh, I don't want to offend some of our mutual friends by saying this. This is per Haslam Metrics. Eric Haslam, who is a regular uh, recurring guest here on Visa and uh, does a great job at his site, says UNLV actually played to the second worst home court advantage in the entire country. Only Wichita State was worse. Wichita so, is usually a strong home court yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Koch brothers uh, needing yeah. to get a different coach in there and maybe get that program going again. But this means UNLV has performed actually better on the road relative to the expectations and performed worse at home. So, you know, everybody likes to buy in a UNLV. It's like, oh, it's at the Thomas and Mac. Man, they can make a run. 
Air Force isn't a pushover in the first round. And then you're going to get a Boise State team that I think is going to be pretty well rested. Utah State would be a poor matchup for them in the semis. So, yeah, I, I would not, you know, UNLV, I actually think uh, against uh, Nevada and San Diego State would be, if they were in the top half of the uh, top end of the draw, like if they were in the 8-9 game, I'd bet them against San Diego State. Uh, in, in the quarterfinal. I actually think they match up a little better with them in Nevada than they do with Boise and Utah State uh, down there. So uh, not for me on the Rebels, not for me also on Wyoming. They're just, I mean, they're they're on fumes. Well, not Wyoming. I said New Mexico. Okay. Yeah, New I'm Mexico's getting. New Mexico's a six, Wyoming's the 11. I'm getting all these teams. The 8-9 game is very interesting, obviously. New Isaiah. Mexico, you can find it around 14-1 to 1 out there. Yeah, that's a team with two dynamic I'm, guards. I'm, I'm about to get to them because okay. that that would be my dark horse. Uh, Colorado State and Fresno State. Isaiah Stevens obviously can go bonkers. Maybe that's enough to win a game or or have an upset. Uh, you know, but San Diego State, if they advance to San Diego State, the ball pressure defense that Dutcher has really disrupts that motion that Colorado State likes to run. Mm-hmm. I actually think Fresno State would match up better with San Diego State because if you look. Uh, San Diego State beat uh, Fresno, I think, by seven in this exact same game last year in the quarters. And then in Fresno, what was it, 45 to 43? Was that the final score? Yeah, and Fresno State, if they could have hit one shot, I mean, this team can't shoot a lick, but they guard you. And and they they do try, and they do play with uh, solid effort. So Fresno State would be, if they advance, I would likely bet them in the game against San Diego State just because I think SDSU is going to be inflated on the price. But... And and basically what I'm saying is SDSU, I'm not really interested in them. I just don't think that there's any value at this market number. But you did mention a team, let me get to it, down at the bottom of the bracket. That's New Mexico Lobos, who are now the sixth seed. And I know they're kind of the trendy underdog pick, but when you look at that backcourt with Jalen Howes and Jamal Mashburn, when you got two veteran guards that can score, I think you got a chance. I know that they faded down the stretch. I know that they don't have a bench, and that could worry me as they advance uh, onto this tournament. So their only chance at a bit, obviously, is to win this tournament. So if you're going dark horse, I would pass on 7, 8, 9, 10, and 11, and I would look at New Mexico as the dark horse. Okay. Uh, New Mexico, at, at, by the way, you got to shop around for these odds. we got DraftKings odds up on the screen. I saw 14 to 1 out there on New Mexico today. So if mm-hmm. you uh, if you like the way... Wes is thinking, you know who else likes New Mexico? Last night, Stanford Steve Coglin of uh, ESPN texted me, and uh, he, he likes New Mexico in this tournament. I said, I'm probably going to go with Nevada. And the reason there are two reasons. One is um, the Wolfpack took that embarrassing loss to UNLV on uh, Saturday in Reno. And I, I think that can be a big motivator for this team going into the tournament. They got swept by the Rebels. That's a bad sweep. And this Nevada team is squarely on the bubble, Wes. Mm-hmm. Is there a team that's going to come into this tournament more motivated to win than Nevada? Yeah. Off that loss to UNLV and knowing it's got to do some damage here in this tournament to assure it's going to be in the NCAA tournament field. Another thing about Nevada, I really like the makeup of the team. I think that it's if you look at the metrics, a lot of things point favorably to the Wolfpack. Uh, but you can't lose to Wyoming and UNLV yeah. the last week of the season and then complain if your bubble burst on Selection Sunday. Nevada's in the 4-5 game against San Jose State. Amari Moore has been spectacular for the Spartans. Tim Miles, deservedly so, the Mountain West Coach of the Year. And um, that's not going to be an easy matchup there. But I think Nevada gets by that and then will face probably San Diego State in the semis. And that's not necessarily a bad matchup. Will Baker... Plus the long, lengthy guards yeah. that Nevada has, I think they're the team that's the the toughest matchup for San Diego State in the Mountain West. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree with that, and I, I like I like Nevada's makeup and and what you said there. Uh, one thing I do like, or a couple things I like about Nevada: number one, they don't turn the ball over, uh-huh. and number two, they make foul shots. They're yeah. sixth in the country, seventy nine percent from the line, and, you and got I, Jared Lucas, who's about I've, a ninety two percent. I've lived that line. too yeah. in some very close games where where the Wolfpack or they just don't miss foul shots down the stretch. This is not Boise State with Marcus Shaver, you know, missing what seven free throws mm-hmm. in the final two minutes against uh, New Mexico a couple weeks ago. So that'll be interesting. Look, I, I would not bet. I they can win this tournament. But I would not bet San Diego State. I'd be looking to go against them. Right. 
actually in, in this tournament, even though that they were the best team in the regular season. I just think when you when you look at these bunch, number one, the market, I just don't think that there's value in the number. They can struggle to close out games in crunch time. If you recall, they just let Boise close on a 16-3 to run just last week. Granted, it was on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, they turned it over a lot against uh, Nevada's full-court pressure. And, you know, against Fresno State, couldn't score. They hung on because Fresno couldn't because Fresno couldn't shoot. So this is a team that always worries me. And every year, everybody kind of likes the Aztecs to make a run in the NCAA tournament because they're so good defensively and they're very athletic. But that's the problem. They can't make shots. They go through offensive droughts. Go through scoring droughts. And also, they come here to Vegas at a conference tournament knowing they're going to be in the 68-team field. Mm -hmm. They don't have great motivation. I think like a team such as Nevada, which is in the uh, same half of the bracket, top half of the bracket in the Mountain West. DraftKings got a a pretty good number on Nevada to win this at 6-1. to You're going to go with the longer shot in New Mexico at 14-1, to right? Yeah. I got New Mexico. I got Nevada in the top half. You got New Mexico in the bottom half of the bracket. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Lobos are certainly capable, but they're going to have to play better defense. That's for sure. I think that's the, the weakness of this uh, Richard Patino team. You've got guards who can light it up. You got a you got a low post force and Morris Udesi, but they just don't defend, and they definitely don't defend on the perimeter. And that's going to be a problem if the Lobos run into Utah State and Boise in the bottom half of that bracket. Yeah, you look too, and. Uh... They're a team that likes to get to the rim as well. They're not a team that really takes a lot of threes, even though if you look, their percentage not all that bad at 45%. I mean, it's very much like Indiana where it's like they don't take a lot of threes. They live in the mid-range with uh, Jalen Howes and uh, Jamal Mashburn Jr., but Mexico going to have to be better defensively if they want to advance. You mentioned Indiana. Let's talk about the Big Ten tournament. In Chicago, that's a very interesting bracket. It was a wild final Sunday in the Big Ten with uh, some dramatic seating changes, Wes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Northwestern was either going to be a number two or a number nine seed based on the outcome of its game at Rutgers. We'll talk Big Ten basketball when we come back. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.